All right. So welcome back to another episode of Message in the Music hosted by your girl, Miss 3 underscore Stapleton. I am founder and CEO of Stapling Success, which is a credit consulting and financial education firm for athletes. And as we know, music and sports are two things that bring us all together and they run the culture today. And, you know, unfortunately, finances are the thing that kind of brings us apart. So I'm kind of here to bring it all together to break down some of the songs from J. Cole, Nipsey Hussle, Destiny's Child, um, Rick Ross, where they drop financial tips that you may or may not have caught and just put my two cents in and just give you a couple resources just to help you out a little bit here and there. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about a classic by our long lost brother, no one else but Kanye West. It All Falls Down. Yes, that is one of my favorite songs. And Kanye came out with that. I listen to it on a daily. And, you know, he just talks about the struggle of living in a materialistic world. And, you know, even though the song doesn't drop hardcore financial facts and tips, what it actually does is break down the psychology of personal finance that makes us all make the decisions that we make. And, you know, a lot of us will be able to relate to this. And you may have listened to this song trillions of times and not even realized, you know, just singing the verse. And then you're like, oh, my goodness, after this episode, this is exactly what he meant. This is exactly what I'm going through. So let's get into the verse. Kanye starts by saying, she has no idea what she's doing in college. <laughs> the major that she major in don't make no money, but she won't drop out. Her parents will look at her funny. Now tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore, three years, that's how he say it, ain't picked a career. She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down here and do hair because that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears because her baby daddy don't really care. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We're going to stop right there. Y'all see me put my little Kanye accent on how he did it. So, you know, when I used to hear that song, I was like, ooh, they country in Chicago. I actually feel like he did it for those folks down in Atlanta because, you know, he was trying to break through that industry and that's how they were talking down there. But, you know, that's just my personal tip. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I also could be right. So these days we are officially at a standstill and kind of like a midpoint between that entrepreneurship and the nine to five struggle. You know, the significance of college and then the severity of the student debt in America, which is why these bars that Kanye dropped are like so timely. Even now, you know, the song came out in 2004. We're now in 2019, 2020, 21, depending on when you're listening. You know, this is many years later and, you know, we're still dealing with the same thing. So let's start with the idea of college. Is it important to go to college? Is the student debt worth it? You know, now in 2019, because, you know, when your parents, when you were in middle school or high school, I don't know how old you are. I just went to my 10-year reunion the other day, so I just aged myself a little bit. But when I got into middle school and high school, there was no other option but to go to college. Like, my parents was like, you better get good enough grades to get into college because it's no other option. You're going to be the first one in our family to, you know, get a, get a degree. And it was basically like our generation, we were the first ones for a lot of people, and especially my family being the first-generation Americans because we came from the Caribbean college was something that we had to do. So it's kind of like, let me ask this question. How many of you listening are working in your field or not working in your field? How many of you, you said you're not working in your field? See, my sister's here and <laughs> she said she's not working in her field, you know? So it's like, how many of you chose a major 
just to simply graduate or just stop accumulating that debt. You know, I had people that I was in class with that's like, oh, I've been in college for six years because I switched my major. I came in thinking that I wanted to do biology. And then I realized that biology is not going to get me the job I want. Or even like my best friend, she had the idea. She's like, okay, I'm going to go to school. And she was going to do um, estuary science or something crazy like that. And sis realized, I'm not doing all the math classes. I don't want to do that. You know, so you get into college and then you start accumulating this debt. And then you're to the point where you're like, I've been here for four years. My classmates have walked. I haven't walked. Let me just hurry up and get out of here. So it's like, how significant is the education if you're not even going to really work in your field? And the reality is, yes, college is very useful for more reasons than just education and academia, in my opinion. College kind of like teaches you that independence. You learn how to manage your time. You learn politics. You know how to manage your resources. You learn how to build relationships amongst, you know, many other things. Me, for example, I didn't have that traditional college experience. Um, I went to Morgan State for half a semester. Whoop, whoop, shout out Morgan. Realized I couldn't live that trapped open campus life. Um, so I went overseas. <laughs> and that's not the only reason why, you know, uh, I ended up going to, to school overseas in Trinidad where my family is originally from because college over there was free. As long as you kept a certain GPA, you didn't fail any of your classes. I paid maybe what a thousand dollars out of pocket for everything. And you know, I didn't have that, like I said, traditional college life. And at times I feel like I did miss out on certain things that, you know, my sister will come home or I would be talking to her and she would be telling me certain life lessons or certain friends or relationships that she has built that will be lifelong that I didn't have those experiences. Now Let's go to the money side, because that's what I'm all about, the money. If we're weighing the debt-to-value ratio, the conversation may switch a little bit, because the reality is college in America is very expensive, which is why I went overseas. Like I stated, there are many, many countries that offer post-secondary education to their citizens for free. And, you know, I went to school in Trinidad because I was a citizen. I spent $1,000, and that included tuition, exams, and books, which is amazing. You can't even, you could barely do one credit for for $1,000, you know. And I ended up leaving Trinidad because I feared that my, my degree wouldn't be as well respected. But in hindsight, I really should have stayed. I would have been perfectly fine with the, you know, with the career path that I decided to take today. I'm not even... I'm working in my field, but the things that I'm doing do not require me to have a U.S. degree. You know, as some of you may or may not know, I'm going to get my um, my agent license. So I'm going to be a sports agent. And in order to be a sports agent, you necessarily don't have to have. Well, OK, let me take it back. They do want you to have an accredited degree. Right. But when I came over here, I realized that I can get my degree accredited and it, it equaled the same as my degree from Bowie State. But in, in the broader spectrum of things, sports is international. So if I was really thinking smart and, you know, not being a 21-year-old missing their friends and ready to get back to America, I would have realized that staying here and being debt-free was actually the way to be. But anyway, um, I transferred to Bowie State, and number one, I didn't qualify for any loans. Number two, I refused to go into debt to get a degree after going almost half of most of the way in my degree without it. So, you know, I just had a different mindset. I was like, I have to work through this regardless. So I worked a full-time job and I made sure that I paid for everything out of pocket because 
I didn't care about a refund check. I didn't care about having new books. I mean, I literally went on Google and typed in the books that that I needed for class and a portion of the chapter would be in, would appear in Google books. You know, I I looked for the older versions of the of the books and I would ask my classmates for for the questions and the answers in the back of the books. I mean, we were in class copying whoever bought the book because, you know, people were there with scholarships and they would have a book stipend. We would be copying the pages, photocopying. You get, what, 100 pages or 1,000 pages, depending on what university you go to, and the library every semester. And I was in there and I was using my resources because that's what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? And I I made that that decision not to put myself in debt for college. But, you know, that let's go back to the music where Kanye says, that um, she started doing hair to make money. The reality is college also teaches you how to hustle. You have to have a hustle. The idea of going to college and not working at all, is just kind of crazy to me. Um, I just never had that mindset. Maybe it was the way I was raised. I wasn't raised with a silver spoon. I mean, the spoon wasn't black, but I'm saying like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily silver. So Kanye just basically speaks about in, his, in, his, um, in the song, about hustling to get money and you know I'll just stay down here do some hair and that's enough to get me the material things that I need she didn't even say that's enough to really pay my way through college so that's just like the mindset that some people have they have the mindset that I'm gonna go to school I'm gonna get this refund check I'm gonna get fresh I'm gonna get this job so I can get this car so I can keep up with the Joneses and it's like it's not all about that you know what I'm saying so College is sold as an experience, and before going into that experience, I like to tell people, you need to rationalize what exactly you want out of the college experience. Do you Are you going to the school specifically for the degree? Like, I know my sister with the, um, the graduate degree that she wants is a specific university that specializes in that, and, you know, it may cost her 50 bands. To, to get that degree from that school, but it's worth it because that school is, is world-renowned for what she wants to go to school for. But if you just simply, if you want a business degree, you better go to the school and stay that's cheaper. But now if you are in the band and you're looking for that whole college band experience, I wouldn't tell you to go to Bowie State. I would tell you go down south, go to FAMU, go to Bethune-Cookman, go to A&T, you know, pay that out of state because you want that experience. You know, it, it's just like, high school these days you well I mean it's changing when we was in high school you went wherever you went you went where you was on to go and that was it now they're coming up with all these stem and magna and all these special schools and you could test into it and interview they started that when I was in school you got the interview to go to high school I don't understand it but back let's get back on chat if you want to get a specific program and your degree is going to cost you 100K, just make sure that you have that plan that when you get out, you're going to be able to pay for that 100K degree that you just got. If not, don't go get a journalism degree, spend $100,000 when you could have spent 30000 and pay it all fast because that journalism degree is not going to pay you the same as that estuary science or uh, math degree will. So off of that, um, let's see, I have my notes, guys, but we're going to keep going down into Kanye's song because I feel like I said enough about the first set of um, verses. Um, all right, so then Kanye continues to say, but I ain't even going to act holier than thou because fuck it. I went to Jacob with 25,000 before I had a house and I do it again because I want to be on 106 and Park pushing a Benz. I want to act ballerific like it's all terrific. 
I got a couple past due bills. I won't get specific. I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. You know what, y'all? Look. Everybody do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act holier than that, okay? I done went on a couple vacations. Like, I'm going to pay the electric when I get back. Pepco can go ahead and wait for a second. But, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. The lights off. I'll be back in two weeks. I'll cut the lights back on by that time. I got a little check coming in. You know? like, that's the reality of of the life we're living. Like, do you hear what he just said? He said he went to Jacob, and for those of us who don't know, Jacob is the jeweler. Okay, with twenty five thousand dollars for some jewelry before purchasing a house. That is crazy. You don't have nowhere to live, but you got a, a watch on. Are you crazy? But that's the society that we live in today. And how many of you watching today or listening today may have done that similar thing? You know, oh, we got a couple of people in the studio raising their hands. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe you didn't go as as crazy as Kanye did and go buy some $25,000 worth of jewelry. But maybe you ain't paid that rent and you went and got that Chanel bag. Or maybe you got that Roly. Or maybe it was your man's birthday and you was like, I ain't going to pay the car. No, I'm going to go ahead and put up on this table. Or maybe you ain't pay your taxes, okay? Because y'all know in the other episode we talked about what happens when you don't pay your taxes. So all these things. Ask yourself a question. Why in the world would you do something like that? Why would you do it? Is there a valid reason for the things that you did? And later on in the verse, Kanye says, I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. And that is such a powerful message because a lot of times it's a self-consciousness that gets us every time and makes us overspend or extend ourselves just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And you know, newsflash baby, the Joneses had it. They have the coins, okay? Their bag is secured and not just from a two-year contract or a 100K distribution deal or making your first K on, um, what's everybody doing? E-commerce. And you know what, baby? Clap it up. You make it some money, but your bag is not secured. So therefore, you should not be doing the things that you're doing. The way that the Joneses did it is they made sure that they're not doing what you're doing, which is overspending. They stayed down until they came up. They invested. They grew their network. They grew their portfolio. They lived on a budget, and they didn't let the material things dictate where their money goes, okay? Now, let's tackle spending before I get it. How do we combat that? And I know a lot of y'all going to be upset when I say it. I'm going to pause before I say it so you can get all yanged out. A budget. <laughs> a budget, baby. <laughs> That's the what B it takes. The B word, a budget, baby. Or we're going to call it a spending plan because I, I realize with my clients when I say, you have to create a spending plan in order to show your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So we're going to call it a spending plan because since I realized that you guys get so sensitive about it, and just like I said, it's basically telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And it's at the same time, like really breaking down and saying, all right, after I pay my bills, I have X, Y, and Z amount of dollars to spend on A, A, B, and C. And you know, it's 2019. I'm not going to talk about my business too much, but what I do for my clients is I make sure you have certain things that you're going to spend money on. If you gamble, you're going to go to this casino. If you smoke, you're going to buy your cigarettes or whatever else you smoke. If you drink, you're going to go to the bar. You know, those are, if you have a shopping problem, you're going to shop. So instead of just like, oh, well, I got to cut this out. I can't do this. You got to just make sure that your spending plan accounts for things like that. You know, 
And, oh, well, look, in my notes, it said a good spending plan will even account for things like eating out, Netflix, monthly gifts to your significant others. <clears throat> I threw that in there for the ladies. Um, Uber charges, <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> Okay, adding on the extra sports package to the cable channel. That is part of, you know, the extracurricular on your spending plan. And what many people don't even realize is you can adjust it. If you're in the market to make a major purchase, like suppose you're trying to buy a house, you can say, all right, this is the amount of money that I need to make to purchase this house. This is the amount of money that I'm spending on extracurriculars. So for three months, 90 days or six months, I'm not going to spend on these things. I'm going to move this money that I've already budgeted or placed in my spending plan for the extracurricular things. And I'm going to move it to the house envelope or the house account or the house budget. And for six months, you just strictly don't do that. And guess what? After the house is purchased, boom, baby, you're back. Go back to spending on whatever you want to spend it on because you've accomplished that goal. And you can move that money around. You can, you can adjust that spending plan to fit your life. So, you know, no one is saying that you work hard and you don't deserve nice things. All I'm saying is that everything within moderation and you have to plan it out. So what was the message in today's music? Basically that Kanye was great in 2004 and that we just really need him to come back and be who he was then. Hopefully, yo, yay, if you're listening to this, man, look. Look how I just did that. Look what I just gave to the people off your music. We need more of that. All that other stuff you coming out with... I, Bleaching your butthole and on the shirt. And I can't. I can't tell people about that. I can't. Talking about his truth. That's his stuff. Well, right listen, now. Kanye, can you start struggling again, brother? So we can have some more things to talk about. No, but honestly, um, the message in the music today is basically live within your means. College is necessary, but to what extent? Uh, make sure you know your major, you know what you're going into college and what you're going into these things for, you know, basically foresight. And I think we talked about foresight in this uh, in the Jay-Z episode as well. So check that out if you didn't listen to it. And that's all our time for today, because like I said, I don't want to keep you guys too long. I just want to get you on your ride into work or maybe when you cooking or twerking or whatever you're doing in your spare time, just a little 15, 20 minutes of your time. Make sure you check out our other episodes on YouTube or on IGTV at Miss 3 underscore Stapleton. Um, same thing on YouTube. Check me out on LinkedIn, even though it's a little boring, but I'm Miss Stapleton. And if you need some financial tips and what have you for you, your student athlete or whoever, you can catch me on www.staplingsuccess.com. And for the students, www.staplingsuccess.info. Until next time, bye-bye. All right.